Hello fam and welcome to another episode of Bros 3 Podcast for September 6, 2021. How you doing fam? I say how are you doing? I hope you're out there living your best life and guess what? If you're not, today is probably a good day to like, you know, do better. No judgment over here, by no means. Um, today is Labor Day and uh, I joined the new... Uh, I don't know what you call it. Not fraternity. Uh, I have a new career. And with the new career, if you're the little man on the totem pole, there's certain things you got to do. You know, you got to make yourself, you got to be uh, invaluable. Uh, you have to show your your wealth, uh, not wealth, uh, worth. So, um, I volunteered uh, for the Labor Day Parade. So, uh, you know, I go there and uh, I got there like two hours early because, well, because, you know, I don't like being late to, for things. And I'm there and, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't want to be around people. All right. Now, I do know if you're in a parade, like people are <laughs> kind of a big part of a parade. I get that. So I put on my bravest face because I want to, again, be indispensable for my new organization. So, you know, we load up, you know, the the, the float is pretty and uh, they gave me a, uh, a bucket of candy to hand out to the kids. And uh, you know, my job is kind of make sure no one runs under, you know, the heavy machinery make sure that no one gets under the float no one gets crushed you know we can all celebrate america right so i i take my job very seriously so i'm on one side of this heavy machinery i have a bucket of candy and everyone is yelling and then they're playing the music because they have some loudspeakers they're playing you know uh queen another one bites the dust and uh uh, fat bottom girls makes America go around, which again, I got no problem with fat bottom girls and right, so I'm passing out candy. And for a while my energy was high. Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey kids and everybody waving, Oh my god, you're so great. Not really, I just have a job, but with that being said, here's some candy. And I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying not to throw candy at kids' faces. And for the little kids, because little kids don't get candy, I, I walk up to them, I hand them candy, you know? If I see an older person, I walk over, I give them a the bucket, like, yo, grab you a piece of candy, you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be a good time for everybody. And, uh, you know, for a while, it was it was a good time. And then they started with the, um, so the loudspeakers are playing, and they playing, you know, all Americana rock, because, you know, Labor Day, you know, the day that... America, but gets the day off from work. America, heck yeah, right? And the music is playing, and uh, but they playing these sirens. What well, the sirens over the music, and then some guys over the loudspeaker. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, all the kids, happy Labor Day. At three, two, one, bam, 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 bam. All this, right? So I'm like, okay, fine. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And you know. I'm kind of getting into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hand candy, I have candy, I hand candy to some kids, you know, and every time I see a little mixed kid, a little kid, I just, I give him a handful. And then, like, this is when it started getting weird for me, right? So, 
as I'm walking the route, just making sure no one gets trapped under no wheels, nothing like that, right? This little guy comes up to me, right? I'm six, what, three, something like that. This guy had to be maybe five eleven. I call him a guy because he, he you know how like a kid hits a growth growth spurt early, way too big, way too heavy, not needed. Oh jeez, all right. And he walk up to me like, candy. All right, real quick, baby Huey, <coughs> bag up because you're in my personal space. But with that being said, yeah, I'll give you some candy. And I, I, I like I put the bucket out toward him like you know what, just grab whatever you want. You big guy, grab whatever you want. This heavy diabetic kid. <laughs> yes, I'm even just thinking about it. He just grabbed candy and they grab a handful of candy. I smack his hand like, let that candy go. And everybody around me like, oh yeah, no. This boy's a diabetic uh, time bomb. You get a piece of candy, maybe three. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling froggy. You don't get a hand candy. Now, real quick, homie, you too big to be asked for candy. You need a job. And then he dropped the candy. Candy. If you don't get your big ass behind that gut dog on, okay. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, so now I start walking the route, and again, the little babies, I you know put a piece of candy in their bag because some had bags and stuff, right? I walk up to some kid, and this kid. I don't know if he had hit that part where kids like need to start wearing deodorant but don't wear deodorant. Like the boy smelled funky and delicious at the same time. Like if it was a person smell, it'd be funky. But if it was food, it'd be delicious. So he smelled like steak fajitas. But it was way too overwhelming. So I was like, hey, what's going on, candy? You know, <laughs> candy for the kids. And then he was like, can he raise his arm out like, whoa all right look i don't know if you just left a mexican restaurant or you work at a mexican restaurant not trying to be racist but that's way too much funk for me so i just grabbed a handful of candy and threw it at his face like and when i say throw it at his face i mean i aimed for face i, I wasn't playing around just bam get away and you know so we do this for about 45 more minutes and um and uh we get near the end of the parade and at this point, I'm kind of done. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had like three, four bucks of candy. I'm giving candy to the most obese kids in the world. You know, I, 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 I'm kind of done. Like, I'm walking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting my exercise, right? And I see the most adorable little kid, right? Mixed race. I can't tell, discern where she comes from, but it's fine. She's adorable, right? And she's too small. She's staying candy like she got the like the lisp and stuff. okay real quick so i got like maybe 10 pieces of candy in my bucket but also i'm done right so i'm like oh and i walk over and miss all the horns and sirens and stuff i see her guardians or parents whatever i'm like yo does she have like a bucket or something like she have a bag to put candy in because i'm about to just dump all the candy i'm about to make it rain on this little kid right they were like yeah hold on and they turned around to go get the bag secure the bag if you will they went to go get the bag and at that point i was just done i just dumped the whole bucket of candy over here i was like hey real quick baby <laughs> here's some candy and like she closed her eyes like ah! <laughs> and i was like yep done i don't know if i made that little girl become a stripper at some point because people shower her with gifts i was like and then i saw the granddad or dad or whatever he turned back around like 
What the hell? You asked if I had a bet? Yeah, I, I, yeah, but I was done. And, and you know, that was my day today. Happy Labor Day. And the whole time, people are breathing. A lot of people breathing. <coughs> I guess that's what people do. And it's fine. It just, it was a little much for me. But, you know, I, I did it. So that was Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to everyone who's working. And I was just listening, like, all the music. And I wanted to kind of hear, uh, what was Hulk Hogan's theme song? I'm a Real American. Like, that... I feel like that would have been just because there was a chopper flying overhead and there were people from different trades and it, it was you know it was america i actually i made sure i handed candy to old people you know what i'm saying because i mean i don't know if they want candy but you know there was that and uh what else oh uh i accidentally killed zion's chameleon i don't know if i told y'all about I don't know what I, what the name was. It was like Bubble Sunshine, Amacrombie and Finch. It was a whole bunch of names, right? Um, it wasn't my fault. Not really. I don't think. All right. All right. So, what it was is apparently this chameleon has to have like purified water to put into a dehumidifier, so it can breathe on this thing because it's uh it's from North Africa. It was a whole. Uh, it was a whole situation like it had to be so cold in the nighttime so we had to put the air conditioner on but it had to be so humid in the morning time that his skin didn't dry up bubble gum shrimp whatever whatever his name was right so my daughter was like okay dad well i'm leaving for like two weeks right so like before i go to work make a living i'm over here feeding live cocaine covered crickets to this animal who does not want to be around people like, how do you, you developed, like, you developed, like, uh, you know, a system to not be found, and yet I gotta go, ha oh, found you, here's some food, and you act like you don't want it, okay, fine, I'm sacrificing crickets to you, and you act like an impassive god, but whatever, whatever, right, so, anyway, my daughter, she got this solution, the solution had to be mixed with water, to help this animal shed its skin like how do you have to help something grow <laughs> like explain that to me so i got about this bottle was like 20 bucks to rub on a chameleon to shed the skin that it's supposed to shed in the first place but it's supposed to be africa in the first place whatever right she makes the solution into a bottle of water well five o'clock in the morning before I go and actually make a life for human people, I take a bottle of water and I dump into the dehumidifier so bubblegum shrimp, Alabaster Jones, can breathe through its skin, drink through its skin, whatever, right? So, um, Zion comes over and she's like, Dad, uh, sunshine alabaster feels so good in the daytime bronson she ain't he ain't looking too good i say well i don't know why zion grabs the water bottle say did you put this in the humidifier like, yeah well, it's a water bottle she was like no dad it's it, it this is this is not what's supposed to be in the, in, in in the water bottle uh in in the humidifier i'm like well wh why not like why are you she's like do you do do you do see the two like uh q-tips in it right I'm like, yeah, I see the two Q-tips in there. 
it's like a little crossbone. So you were like, well, I put that in there. So you wouldn't put that inside the humidifier. Okay, so so five o'clock in the morning, the sun ain't even up yet, but I'm over here trying to make sure something can breathe and drink through its skin, which does not make sense to me, but I'm the bad guy. I said, mean thing, you're a little bit to blame too. You're a little bit to blame too. She was like, no dad, you killed bubblegum, hashtag all around the sunshine. Bronson. I was like, I ain't killed nobody. <laughs> you an accessory this too. Right? So anyway, I was gonna take it to the to the vet. That was the plan when I got paid. I'm gonna go to the vet. Take it to Lafayette. I told Zion, like, look, I ain't even took you to the human vet yet, which is a doctor. I ain't took you to the human vet yet. But yeah, let's run let's run bubblegum shrimp to the to the to the vet. And Zion had to leave and Unfortunately, Sunshine, Abercrombie, and Finch didn't make it, man. Like, and the bad thing is I went up in there to, to dump more water into the dehumidifier. And I'm looking in the branches, right? George, George, George of the jungle, strong as she can be. Watch out for that tree. But, man, dude, I didn't see her in the bushes or the, the vines. I saw her on the ground. I was like, oh, jeez. And she... He or she, like, yeah, it, it was a bad, it, it did not look like it went peaceful until that good night. Like, his tongue was out. And I was like, oh, jeez, like, and I called, I called Van's mom. I was like, oh, hold on, somebody's calling me. Oh. I called Van's mom. I was like, look, all right, we got a parent emergency, uh, bubblegum, Abercrombie and Finch, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Like, she gone. He gone. Man, I was like, what do you mean? He goes, man, that, that boy gone, man. Like, I got to look. I got to replace it or something. I said, ask Zion. What kind of what kind of chameleon it was that way? Maybe we can, like, get this whole parent trap. You know what I'm saying? Doppelganger, like, just get it done, right? Well, my dog's too smart for that. So then Zion calls me. My, my phone blowing up. And I ain't trying to answer. Like, man, look, man, I don't even, man, I don't even know, cool. No, 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 no. And I was like, you know what? It was on a mistake. Just answer the phone. Answer the phone. I'm like, what happened to Sunshine Anderson? Uh, you just lost one, Lauren Hill Bronson. I was like, well, can you be more specific? She was like, is he dead? I'm like, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, man, he dead. He dead. He dead. So we we bought a new chameleon, and I and she keeps making me feel so bad about it. Okay, Dad, I'ma leave. Don't kill this one like you did the other one. You did mix the concoction, all right? So there's that. So yeah, and then um, you know, life's been good though, man. Life's been good. Everything's been pretty peaceful. Um. I hope I hope everything's good with y'all. And uh, there's a thing that happened, right? Now you know what? Let's run it back real quick. Back in my day, back in my day, brought to you by Nostalgia. All right. So walking this parade made me feel a little bit of pride because I've joined a new situation, right? I, I'm not. I, I don't really want to speak on it because I'm, you know, I still I'm still going through it. But let's just say, what's the brother's name? The village people. 
Like I'm like I, I've been like two to three. I've been three to four village people already. Y M C A. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. So like you know, I got Native American in my family. Not bragging. <laughs> Just saying. You know, been in law enforcement. So that was a guy with the leather chaps with the butt out. You know, and then there's another guy. And then, then there's another guy. I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna make all four. Shit. Okay. Now I'm thinking about it. Okay. So you got the. I don't even know what the fourth guy was. But I got three to four, right? Collecting Pokemons here. So anyway, um, yeah. So, and the crazy thing is, so you know, I've been dealing with that, right? Learning something new. The thing is, everyone likes to say, "Oh, I," especially in interviews. Oh, I like learning new stuff. No, you don't. You like learning new stuff if you're good at it, quick. That's the thing. No one likes learning something new if they have a hard time getting it. Like that's just most of us like we learn we try to learn something new. Like, hey, you know what? That wasn't for me. Well guess what? Now your future's on the line. So learn it or starve. One or two. So yeah, learn something new and actually I'm excelling at it. Which is dope. Which is flipping dope. Uh anyway, um I said that to say back in my day I like it okay this is gonna go off the beaten path but just just rock me for a second I don't like being sick but I like when I get sick I get a really deep raspy voice I kind of sound like Satchmo like it's the cool to me it's the coolest thing like it's like a small consolation for being sick like I do know I'm sick but I say to myself what a wonderful like I like that, right? It's a small constellation, right? So around about 14, 15. My mom, she had friends all over Gary. All over Gary. So we end up going to the projects, right? We went to the projects and my voice <laughs> I'm in the projects, which is the wrong side of town I'm supposed to have been on. I grew up on the east side. I wasn't deep in the west side. And I had my hair permed, you know what I'm saying? I'm wearing dickies. I kind of, if you saw me, you'd be like, okay, he might be that guy. The thing is, I got a perm. So I ain't fighting. I'm shooting. I mean, you know, by hood logic, right? So some dude seen me walking, and he bagged back. He was like, hey, what's going on, cuz? What is this? This is gang's disciple side of town. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? He was like, oh, like, <laughs> hmm. Okay, he's like, yo, you from right here? No, nah, man. But I'm over here visiting on people over there. He was like, all right, well, cool, man. You affiliated? I'm like, no, man, I just do me. I just do it. Now I sound like Cookie Monster. I just do me. <laughs> cookie Monster do Cookie Monster things. He was like, all right, well, check it out. If anybody asks you, you a gangster disciple. Now, I want to be like, yeah, but I'm on the Vice Lord side of town. But, you know, my voice also don't sound like that. So I'm like, all right, man, it's whatever. He was like, all right, real quick, man, I'm going to show you the shake. I'm going to show you the handshake. So let's shake. I'm like, Alright, cool, man. So we shake up, right? And then as he walk off, because I kind of let my hand go limp, and he just kind of flippy flopped my hand, right? So then, he's like, alright, man, so anybody ask you, man, what you say? I'm a GD, man. He's like, alright, cool, you a GD. And he put the, the, the six-point star on my heart. Alright, man, that's what you got. That's what you, that's, that's, that's your God, and you love that right there, right? Alright, man, it's whatever, man. And before he walked off, he, like, came back and, like, gave me, like, a pop quiz and shook me up again. Like, alright, man, flip it. Dip it, and there you go, man. Die for that shit. <laughs> I'm like, 
Alright, cool, that's whatever. That same week, I'm in front of my neighborhood. I'm, I'm right in front of my apartment building. Some dude come up to me like, hey, what's up, cuz? I'm like, man, not much, man. Just out here maintaining, getting how I live. Oh, really? He was like, man, I know you a vice lord, right? I'm like, you already know, cuz. He like, all right, man, let's see, let's do the shake. I'm like, all right. Let my hand go limp. Flippity dippity, flippity dappity. <laughs> That's right. You kill somebody who don't know the handshake, you already know, cuz. Yeah. So I joined two games in like one week. It was like, whoever else wants, look, I'm a Shriner. I'll be a Jehovah's Witness, whatever, man. I'll pass out these pamphlets, cuz. I don't care. I don't know if that's a defense mechanism, but it made me laugh thinking about it. All right, now, it's time for the BTP news. Let's see. Now, I've been collecting I've been collecting articles for a very long time. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. So, let's see. Okay, hold on one second, y'all. One second. Ooh, what is this? Nope. Okay. So... Yes, alright. So, <clears throat> our first story is Taliban fighters upset, comma, feel betrayed that U.S. military left non-working helicopters, colon, report. Alright, look, I'm gonna tell you this, man. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell y'all this. Look, I don't know how this even makes sense. How, as a Taliban man, I keep saying Taliban, or Taliban, whatever you want to call it, how do you get on TV and be like, I just feel upset because the U.S. left these planes and uh, apparently they don't work? Like, how entitled do you... Okay. Okay. So, I ain't been following the news for like the last three months because I have other things on my mind, right? I've been in my own little space, my own little zone, right? But I do know, apparently, the president said, August 31st, we're going to get up out of this 20-year war. Okay, that is what it is. So, the thing is, when we've been there for 20 years, man. We built buildings. And when I say we, I say the United States fighting forces. We built buildings. Like, people have known our presence there. Like, there are kids who only knew, up until a couple years ago, a black president. Well, there are people who've only known armed U.S. soldiers on their land, keeping them safe or, you know, walking to school or whatever, right? So now all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got to go. Well, when we leave places, I mean, the United States is an occupying force. When we leave places, we leave stuff. We leave fixtures. We leave buildings, tanks, all this other type of stuff, right? So as we're leaving, some people might say retreating, but it is what it is. How does a dude get on the news and complain that you left a plane that didn't work? In my brain, I see, what's that Dave Chappelle uh, skit uh, where all the black people got rich or something? And the Taliban man is like, hey, man, hey, check this out, cuz, man. You know, the U.S., man, they some bums, cuz. Why they some bums? Well, I don't, I don't want to do a... Uh, I want to do like the the accent because it might be considered racially insensitive. So they 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 East Coast gangsters now, not West Coast. I I could man look real quick man. I I I 
the U.S. man, they some bums, man. Like, well, why would you say that? And then you gonna put the microphone in their face. All right, well, check this out, man. Check this out, right? So I jump up in the helicopter, right? I jumped up in this helicopter, right? And I put my mixtape up in the CD player. I, I, I guess what, man? The CD player didn't even work, but ain't even that cool. Ain't even that, man. On my mama. I told Ackman, man, spin them blades, man, because maybe I need to, like, get a jump start. And Ackman, he spent them, man. It went... And then they ain't even go, man. Like, who the... Like, how the, how the U.S. is going to leave, like, bum planes? Like, how... Like, I, I got questions, and I, I, I feel I feel betrayed by the people I was trying to kill a whole bunch of times ago. And, uh, you know, the reporter going to be like, a whole bunch of times ago? Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, a couple times, like, I tried to get up and blow them up, but I missed my bomb, man. My bomb went off in the bus, but I ain't, I wasn't even on it, cool. And why do you sound like a West Coast rapper? Cuz, man, cuz Tony don't even know how to do, like, four voices, man. And two of them is reserved, reserved for his brothers, man. Come on, cuz, get cut, cut him some slack. All right, so here's the story. Taliban fighters upset, <clears throat> comma, feel betrayed. How do you feel betrayed by somebody you try to kill? Like, that's betrayed me. You build trust, right? Okay, skip it. Taliban fighters are feeling angry and betrayed Wednesday after discovering that Afghan National Army helicopters abandoned at Kabul airport have been rendered inoperable by departing U.S. troops, according to a report. Personally, I'd put a bomb up in them. You jump up in this plane, you start it, guess what? 72 versions, off the top, off rip, man. You're going to get them. And I promise you, I don't want to be around 72 versions. I don't need, uh, even been around them kids. Like, I'm not... Okay, that was a weird mismatch. But like, 72 versions, like, ugh. Are you serious? Like, uh, and what is that? This is my penis. What are you going to do with it? Put it in your vagina. Ugh! 72 times? Come on, cuz. All right, whatever. All right. Taliban fires. An Al Jazeera reporter who toured a hangar on the military side of the airport said in a video that the terrorist group quote, expected the Americans to leave helicopters like this one in one piece for their use. Why do you need a helicopter? Okay, quote, when I said to them, why do you think that the Americans would have left anything operational for you? They said, because we believe it is a national asset and we are the government now and this could have come to great use for us. She continued. Ooh, it was a lady, lady Taliban. I like that equal opportunity. A U.S. Department of Defense spokesperson told Fox when uh, Fox News on Wednesday that quote we disabled, demilitarized that equipment at Ahmed Kazai International Airport prior to our departure. Yes, man, we we, we yes, we took all we took the battery out of it, spark plugs out of it. Meanwhile, the Taliban are hoping to get the commercial side of the airport reopened for flights in the coming days, Al Jazeera reports. So, are y'all open up tourism? Please come to the Taliban-occupied part of, uh, I don't know what country they're, they're occupying right now. Would you like to sit next to a bombed-out house? Maybe bass by the pool 
as people blow themselves up? Well, come to. I don't know where they at. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, I can figure this out. I want to say Al Jazeera, but that's that's the news report, right? Okay. We left. I want to say Cobblestein, but that don't sound right. Whatever. All right. The flight carrying the last American soldier departed Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Please come to Afghanistan where you can have the intercontinental breakfast and wake up in the morning to Sharia law. And if you defile Muhammad, you wake up being. Oh, hold on. Okay. Nope. Somebody called again. All right. The flight carrying the last American soldier departed Afghanistan on Monday afternoon, marking an end to a near 20-year U.S. military presence inside the country. There, there's a lot of heartbreak associated with this departure, someone said. Said in the closing down of evacuation operation, we did not get everyone out that we wanted to get out. In addition to the people left in Kabul... Brother Man said the U.S. also left behind equipment such as C-RAM, which is counter artillery, artillery and mortar system that was used to shoot down rockets, as well as dozens of armored Humvees and some aircraft. The general added that the equipment had been disabled and in the end, none of it was mission capable. Look, man, y'all just leaving, y'all just leaving uh, armored vehicles. Like, what is this, a puffy video? You just jumped from, what, the helicopter, from the speeding boat, and you're just going to leave it that Which, I get it, I get it. But, man, that's, uh, I don't know, man. Just seem, I mean, I, I get it, I guess. I don't know. Um. All right. I'm going to tell y'all, man. I had... Uh, <sighs> Alright. I have not been on social media for a good little minute. Because every time I get on the social medias, they keep telling me, hey, you passed this person in the car, and they keep giving me these Facebook friend suggestions. Right? Like, I don't rock with this person. You know, I don't... Why... Just because we was in the same grocery line for 10 minutes, you're going to like just say, hey, real quick, maybe you should meet this person. I don't want to meet nobody new. I know I'm saying it very aggressively, but it's just like. Too, it's too invasive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I feel like Denzel Washington training day. You know what I'm saying? When Ethan Hawke was like, uh. You, you, that guy was your friend. And I'm like, why, why is he my friend? Because he knows my name? Like, this is chess. It ain't checkers. Like, I don't know that brother. Like, no. I seen him walk around here in the, with impunity for too long. Like, no, nah, bruh. I don't know you. I mean, some, some lady. Some lady. I, some lady. She was like, they say, oh, you might know this woman. I'm, okay, well, I know this woman from how much she married but first and foremost i don't look if you married I, we ain't got nothing to talk about in the first place i'll talk to your husband maybe but real quick like no you why you need new friends huh Nah, man just man move around don't 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 bother me with that them shenanigans you dig what i'm saying 
So anyway, yeah, that. And I know I sound super angry and stuff like that. Look, man, I live a very simple life, man. I see why. I see why Bruce Banner was like, "Look, man, leave me alone. Don't don't mess with me. Not not. I ain't that dude." And then they would they would always pick on him. They push him down. He'd be like working construction. They'd be like, "Hey, what's going on? You can't pick up, uh, you can't pick up this center block." And he'd be like, "Look, man, stop messing with me. Told you stop messing with me." They'd push him down. Oh, you a sissy boy. You a sissy boy. And he would look at them with his eyes glowing green, and they'd still be laughing like, "We just pushed this man down." And then he would turn to a green dude with a shaggy afro and then just with, with shredded pants and <laughs> he would throw somebody into a cement mixer. <laughs> but I think back in the day, like that's how he told like stop, don't mess with people. You don't know what nobody going through. I just think about that all the time. Like just mess with people and just okay. Alright, let's see. Our next story. Maryville teacher. Arrested for OWI Wednesday on lunch. That's a terrible sentence, but I get what they're saying. Wednesday, he went to lunch, and he came back with OWI. All right, this is how it goes in my brain. I think my man knew he had a long weekend coming. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Mr. Epstein. Mr. Epstein teaches chemistry. You know what I'm saying? After looking at these dead-eyed kids, which I think he might have to do it on, on the social media. Like, he got the what the the webcam right the zoom right so he's sitting over here he's trying to talk to have the kids in the class have them on zoom and they probably got his screen minimized they playing minecraft and stuff right so he's like hey okay so if you miss uh sodium with dipentyl-like chlorophate you know what i'm saying you got truth serum and they were like you suck mr epstein he was like who said that so he's looking around the class he's looking on the zoom and everybody got avatars up there, you know what I'm saying? There's a unicorn and uh, all the other type stuff. He's like, you know what? I got a long weekend coming in. He was like, you know what, kids? Please review the lessons. We're going to have a pop quiz about covalent bonds and um, what else did I learn in seventh grade math? English, not English, chemistry. You know, my chemistry teacher hated me, by the way. She had hair. She had hair on the chest. Name was, I ain't gonna put a name out there, but man, she used to make me sit under her desk because she didn't want to look at me because I used to wear a trench coat and she was like, You might have a shotgun under there. This is before that boy shot that thing up with, 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 with the shotgun. I had a shotgun. I mean, I had a shotgun. I had a little coat. She used to make me like sit where her shoes was. So, what I used to do, like, this is my quiet form of rebellion. I used to put tacks in the shoes and like staples and stuff. And she, was a, she was a Christian woman. All right, anyway. So, Mr. Epstein, he goes, he's like, you know what, I got like six months before I retire, you know what I'm saying, these kids ain't gonna learn about no covalent bonds, they ain't gonna learn about, you know, the, the, the building blocks of the foundation, you know, they ain't gonna learn about what makes the world move, everything vibrates, these kids don't know about that, they don't listen to Andre 3000, they don't know nothing about the vibrations of the nations and stuff, right, I just said vibration they because it rhymed, alright, so anyway, so he goes happy hour Applebee's right they got half off appetizers and they got like three dollar mojitos and he's like man look I could sure go for a mojito right well he don't know he got you know he ain't got that tolerance like that so he got like three four right 45 minutes slam bam 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 he only get the blooming onion man he, he just like look man I, just, I want this alcohol in my system right and he driving back 
you know, back to the campus or whatever. He's like, look, I got three hours. I can make this happen. The only thing I got to do is keep it real cool, play a movie. I got this, right? And then one of these little bum kids going, Mr. Epstein is swerving in the parking lot. It's 1987 Toyota Corolla, right? The brother living hard enough as is. You could just let him give him a pass. But no, you couldn't do it. You got to see something, say something. Ain't that what we do now? Everybody's snitching, right? So, anyway. He's driving back to the parking lot, going to the teacher's parking. And uh, what's that called? The safety safety officer. It's something. S-R-O. I don't know. Safety resource officer, whatever. Whoop, 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 whoop. And you're like, hey, what's going on, Jeff? Hey, this is Officer Obleby. That's how you're talking to me? Like, we've been knowing each other for 12 years, man. This is what you... What you Step out the car, Mr. Epstein. Epa B, whatever I said the name was. Are you you putting your cop voice over the loudspeaker? This is how you talking to me? He's like, yeah, man. Step out, step out the car. Don't make it worse than what it is. Man, look, you been setting this 87 Toyota Camry, and we we ain't had we ain't talked about things. You got divorced in this thing, man. We were talking about the real real. And get out, get out the car and walk toward me. Really? Okay, fine. I will. I will back that thing up towards you. Don't make it weird, Mr. Epperstein. That ain't my name. I don't remember your name. <laughs> so walk toward, walk toward the truck. And then from there, he gets arrested, man. They put him in handcuffs, man. And all the little kids, they got their cameras out. And they making TikToks. Doing a little weird dance they be doing. Right in front of him. Oh, look at Miss Epstein. Look at you. Covalent bonds. Got your hands locked up. Uh, 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 uh. Like, share, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Bad, all bad. All bad. All right. So here's the story. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that little that little dance. I don't know what they call it, but the little shimmy shake that the kids do. TikToks. Wait a minute. What's that one? They, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's... I don't know the song, but I'm pretty sure Zion knows it. All right. On Wednesday, 9-1-2021, at approximately 11.54 a.m., a Maryville police officer was dispatched to the area of 57th Avenue and Chase Street in reference to an accident, according to Assistant Chief... I know it's going to say Costa Nostra, but the Costa Nusis. Okay. Upon arrival, the officer observed a four-door vehicle in the woods just... Oh, he in the woods. In the 5800 block of Nixon Road, the officer officer observed a four-door... The officer made contact with the driver who self-identified as a Maryville school teacher returning back to class after lunch. How do you... How does the cop run up on you? You in the woods. He was like... Sir, identify yourself. Hey, real quick. I am a school teacher. I am on a field trip by myself. And I might be drunk. Like, dude, who are you, man? My name's Tony Bronson, man. Look, put the gun away. Like, I, I don't shoot me in the face. Like, I wouldn't be like, I'm a school teacher. Like, <laughs> like you, get, you get clout for that. Okay. While speaking with the driver, the officer noticed that the driver had slurred speech and appeared to be under the influence of narcotics or alcohol. The officer subsequently smelled an odor emanating from the driver's person that is commonly associated with alcoholic beverages. Dude, 
that's the biggest. The officer subsequently smelled an odor emanating from the driver's person that is common associate. Dude, he smelled like that drink. All right. The driver participated in his... He participated, uh, <laughs> which is something I don't do. The driver participated in a field sobriety test and submitted to a certified breath test. Uh, the certified breath test produced a sample of 0.199 BAC at approximately 1 p.m. according to nooses. All right, so for family who don't do uh, the decimal, the Dewey Decimal System, that means 20% of his blood, approximately, 20% of his blood was alcohol. So out of 100%, 20% was alcohol. The driver was taken into custody and charged with operating while intoxicated. While charges are waiting to be accepted through the prosecutor's office, the identity is being withheld. The, the Maryville School Corporation is conducting its own investigation. They were not immediately available for comment. Okay, well, there you go. I, you know what? Being a teacher is a hard job. It is. And, you know, maybe maybe he went a little too... Man, dude, if the brother in the woods on his lunch break, he going through a thing, man. Man, you lucky. Uh, all right, fine. Whatever. All right. Our final story. Our final story. The Food Network says it regrets giving a platform to a former host who used a sexist slur to describe women. All right. Now. Look. I'm going to say this. To have a voice, to say anything, have people listen to you, to be able to influence people is a gift that should not be taken lightly. I will, I will acknowledge that, and I would admit that. Um, to that end, like, it's the Food Network. Like, I don't know how political a person can be at the Food Network. I mean, as long as you don't say certain things, I mean, I think you should be okay. But for the Food Network to be like, we apologize for letting this man speak these hateful words <coughs> in between the Great British Bake Off. Like... <laughs> Like, no one's looking to the Food Network uh, for political guidance or anything like that, right? All right. So, here has it goes. This is how it goes in my brain. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. We at the Food Network do not condone women being called strumpets. <laughs> Like what? She's a sweet little crescent, like croissant, croissant is what the people say. Okay, all right, all right, mm. all right. And maybe that's sexually insensitive. With that being said, it's funny. All right, so here I go in my brain. Some guy. Uh, I only know like one Alton Brown. That was my guy from the the Food Network because he was. He was knowledgeable. And it wasn't so much about the food. It wasn't about Simon Cow. Is that Simon Cow, the guy who like slams people food like this is terrible? And he just like throws it away like Pee! it sucks. I mean Simon Cow, that's the guy from That's the guy from uh the singing show. So who's the other guy? The blind guy. I don't know. Anyway. Alright, so the only thing I could think of 
the guy must have the guy who said the thing he must have he must have said something but he he had to he had to make the what's the thing when you when you two things when you make the contrast the comparison he must have made the comparison that women are like some kind of pastry and the only reason I say pastry because pastries are sweet and maybe that's sexist because I, women are sweet sometimes but not all the time alright take two alright um maybe the guy hmm alright look all, not all women are sweet because apparently everybody want to be some of y'all can be mean but I'm saying alright you know what I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna dip out of this one because I don't want no smoke alright the brother must have been on TV and maybe he had too many drinks maybe he had too many Bloody Marys he was like you know the difference between Bloody Mary and you know the contestants on this show the Bloody Marys get you there and these women don't know how to make uh, Eggs Benedict I know that wasn't funny but that was safe that was a safe joke alright here we go <clears throat> alright the Food Network distances itself from a former host who used a sexist slur to describe women look unless the brother said look these women better be out here making sandwiches and bring a man a sandwich like okay sexist slur what's a sexist slur all right let me flip the page giant oh i ain't gonna call the brother name out here he hosted a show called ginormous food a short-lived show that debuted in 2017 this is before we even had to wear masks wait a minute five years ago no, math bad. <laughs> math bad. Four years ago. This is before. Okay, all right. All right. Let me read. We regret giving him a platform, the Food Network said on Friday. The Food Network on Friday sought to distance itself from a former host after he used a sexist slur to describe women in a tweet discussing abortion. Man, just, just tell me what the word is, man. Josh Denny, a podcaster and former host of Ginomous Food, said he also this thing keeps repeating itself, said he disagreed with the idea that many women wouldn't know they were pregnant within six weeks of conception. Okay. He used the slur. Stop baiting me with him, just tell me what he said. He used the slur to describe women in that situation. Quote. For those asking, our working relationship with Josh Denny ended years ago, and we removed all episodes he hosted at the time, the Food Network said via Twitter. His views do not reflect our company values, and we regret giving him a platform. If you don't tell me what this man said, stop teasing me, and just tell me what the man what, what, what he say. <sighs> Denny's comments was one of several he posted after the Supreme Court declined to block a restrictive Texas law, which would ban abortions after six weeks. Then he said that he'd been joking and would, quote, never apologize, end quote, for his brand of comedy. I didn't think the brother was a comedian, but there you go. Denny, on Friday, responded to the Food Network suggesting the network should send him a check for quote tens of millions of dollars, the show generated generated for the net the show generated, which is a division of Discovery Networks. 
Quote, you knew my views and my style of comedy when you hired me, he said on Twitter. My views represented the beliefs of half of this country. Insiders has reached out to the Food Network for comment. Ginormous Food de debuted in 2017, according to Twitter tweets, still live on the Food Network, blah, blah, blah. Denny hosted 24 episodes. In the show, Denny toured the country visiting restaurants that were popular for oversized foods like a 12-inch tall burger and a poor boy called the Big Bayou Monster. A top review on IMDb said, quote, calls himself a comedian but has the comedic appeal ability of a trash can. Assy trash cans are more funny than this guy. Okay. That was a waste of time. That was an absolute waste of time. The brother said something about women who might be pregnant. I can't even think of a sexist slur. I'm thinking, but I ain't about to say one. I'm just, okay. Uh, if a woman has, she gets pregnant. Why would you say something about that person? You know what? I don't even care. Don't even care. All right, uh, okay, that's good, because <laughs> the only thing I can think is trollop, trollop or strumpet, and strumpet should just sound delicious, they do, and watch, uh, host of the Bro 3 podcast, uh, Tony Bronson is being called in question for calling women strumpets, I say, I didn't say they were strumpets, I say strumpets sound like Something delicious. Sound like something filled with raspberry. That's just my personal opinion about it. Trollops sound like scallops. But like with truffle butter on it. I, I don't think truffle butter is actually a thing. I think Drake make a song about truffle butter. <laughs> don't cancel me. I actually cancel me. I don't care. Alright y'all. Uh, this has been another episode of Bro 3 Podcast. I'm pretty sure people are going to be upset. That's fine. Um. I love y'all. And uh, we'll try again next week. All right. Be good. Be sweet. Bye.